Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Inshallah, continuing with our series, Paths to Peace, where we are reflecting on the concept and the mention of peace, tranquility, and serenity as mentioned in the Quran, as mentioned in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today, we're going to talk about a very um, significant moment from the life of the Prophet ﷺ, in regards to which there was the revelation of a verse of the Quran. And it's a very, um, it's a very serious moment. It's a very serious occasion. But at the same time, it also provides an opportunity for a huge uh, learning opportunity uh, from the deen. So the story, the situation from the life of the Prophet ﷺ, the event, was that the Prophet ﷺ had sent, there was a conflict, there was a battle. And in the aftermath of the battle, the Prophet ﷺ told the companions, the Sahaba, to scout the area, to scout the region. To secure the area, make sure that there are no, you know, backup, you know, armies arriving. There's no, you know, rogue battalions that separated out from the army that we still need to worry about. So check the area, scout the region, secure the area. As they were doing that, some of the Sahaba, they saw a man. And this man had a small flock of animals with him, maybe some goats or sheep. And he was basically kind of 
going with his small flock. And when he saw the Muslim soldiers, the Sahaba, the companions, you know, they are armed, they're securing the area. And he looked at them and they looked at him. And naturally they were kind of curious, who is this guy, where is he going? And they started to approach him. He sees them approaching him. And he puts his hand up from a distance. And he says, Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. He gives them salam. And the idea is, by giving them salam, what he's essentially doing is, he's communicating the message that I'm a Muslim. I'm not a threat. I'm not with the enemy. You don't need to worry about me. I'm a Muslim just like y'all. The companions, I'm being very deliberate and very cautious when talking about this because something really drastic occurs. They looked at each other and they said, ما سلم علينا إلا ليتعوذ منا they looked at each other and they said, the only reason he's saying salam is so that he can get away from us. He's using this to basically kind of be undercover, not get in trouble, not get questioned, not be interrogated. So they continued moving towards him. Naturally, when that happens, especially in a region where there's been some war and conflict, he started getting agitated, he started becoming defensive. They said, whoa, whoa, calm down. Things got out of hand. فَقَتَلُوهُ And in the scuffle, that man was killed. وَأَتَوْ بِغَنَمِهِ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ So now the man was killed. What do you do? So they rounded up the animals that he had with him and they came to the Prophet ﷺ and they reported back to the Prophet ﷺ that this is what occurred. The Prophet ﷺ, no sooner than he received this news, this information, he was immediately extremely upset. But then Allah revealed a verse of the Qur'an. This is from Surah An-Nisa, Surah number 4. Ayah number, verse number 94. Allah said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, O you who believe, إِذَا ضَرَبْتُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ When you travel and move about in the earth, when you are on an expedition for the sake of Islam, and you are moving and traveling for the sake of the spread and the propagation and the defense of the religion, فَتَبَيَّنُوا be very clear about things. Fully do your due diligence. Investigate every matter to the fullest. Do not speculate. It's a question of life and death. Don't be reckless. Don't be careless. And then it specifically said, وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ أَلْقَى إِلَيْكُمُ السَّلَامَ لَسْتَ مُؤْمِنًا and don't you dare ever say to the person who says salam to you, 
When somebody waves at you from a distance, Salaamu Alaikum. Somebody walks by, Salaamu Alaikum. Somebody sees you, Salaamu Alaikum. When that happens, don't you dare ever say to that person, Lasta Mu'minan. Oh no, no, you're not really a Muslim. Don't ever doubt the faith of the person who gave you salams. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter what they talk like. It doesn't matter how they pronounce the salam. It doesn't matter where they're coming from. None of it is relevant. None of it is of consequence. You don't cast aspersions. You don't doubt. You don't undermine when someone gives you salam. You don't undermine their iman. The possibility of their faith. Now there's a follow-up question here naturally before I go forward. The follow-up question here is, but what if somebody is actually trying to use that as a way to infiltrate? When I ask a question like that, that is an indication of the fact that I don't actually believe in Allah. Because do I really think that I'm the one that protects this religion? Do I really think I'm the one that protects this community? That protects this deen? What a silly notion. Allah protects this religion. Allah protects this community of believers. You don't, I don't, none of us do. Allah so much so in the Quran said, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُولٌ أَفَإِمَّا تَأَوْقُتِلْ إِنْ قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ أَعْقَابِكُمْ Allah went as far as saying that even Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a messenger. And many, many messengers passed before him. If he's killed or he dies, will you turn away from the religion? Right? And if you turn away from the religion, you don't harm God. Meaning this is the religion of Allah. Those words that Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu spoke on the morning of the passing of the Prophet He spoke these words literally within hours of the passing of the Prophet Man kana ya'budu Muhammadan fa'inahu qadmat. Whoever used to worship Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa then you may leave because Muhammad has passed. But whoever used to worship God, then please stay, because God is ever living, so we still have a job to do. Right? So coming back to this point here, the follow-up question naturally that always occurs is, well, what do we do if somebody is, you know, trying to use that? It's Allah's deen. It's Allah's religion. This is the ummah of the messenger of Allah. We are the people of the book of Allah. We put our faith and trust in Allah. And guess what? You know the, the most fascinating thing? There were hypocrites in Medina. And the Prophet ﷺ knew who they were. Because Allah told them who they were. And yet, they were there. And they did no harm to the religion. They did no harm to the religion. Their, their legacy is humiliation. Their legacy is failure. So, 
Coming back to the ayah, Allah is saying, don't you dare ever say to the person I gave you salam that you're not a Muslim. Lasta mu'minan. You're not a believer. And if somebody does that, right, we were talking about the issues of the heart, the matters of the heart, tranquility, peace, serenity. This is directly touching on that. If I have that kind of skepticism, if my heart is full of that kind of negativity, I cannot achieve peace and tranquility. I will not taste the sweetness of faith. I will not experience the serenity of iman. I can't. We have to remove that from our heart. That kind of skepticism, that kind of negativity. And Allah says that, because if you are of that mindset, where when you look at someone, the first thing you're trying to figure out is what's wrong with this picture? What's his agenda? Why is that random lady here? I wonder what they want. Who does he work for? That's just your mind just goes there. Allah is saying, تَبْتَغُونَ عَرَضَ الْحَيَاةِ dunya." You are a materially focused creature. You are a creature that just craves material things. Your heart is corrupted. You only live for the immediate pleasures of this world. فَعِنْدَ اللَّهِ مَغَانِمُ كَثِيرًا And the reward of God is so much greater. كَذَلِكَ كُنْتُمْ مِنْ قَبْلِ Allah says, did you forget the time when you were that guy? Did you forget the time when you were that guy? Who walked in and everybody should have actually, everybody actually should have been really nervous and worried and skeptical. But nobody was. They gave you a chance. And now you're not willing to extend that opportunity to anyone else. Your heart is so small. Your perspective is so narrow. Your, iman, your faith is so poisoned, polluted. But God has mercy upon you. And part of God's mercy is when He puts merciful people in your life. So be an agent of God's mercy. Be that source of mercy for somebody else. فَتَبَيَّنُوا and again, Allah reminds us, so be, do your due diligence. Be very careful. If you're about to say something, be very sure about what you're about to say. Be totally confirmed about what you're going to say. إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ خَبِيرًا And indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always informed of every single thing that we all do. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cleanse our hearts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us husnul dhan. May Allah grant us good expectations and good perspectives of other people. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill our hearts with mercy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us peace and tranquility. May Allah allow us to taste the sweetness of faith. And may Allah always make us a means of mercy in other people's lives. Amin ya rabbal alameen. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nasaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum.